I just want to start my message tonight just thanking a few people. I want to thank my parents, my mum and dad. We love them, Simon and Judy. So if you don't know my parents, they're just great people. I was very proud of them recently. I'm always proud of them. But I was at, that's a bit weird, isn't it, being proud of your parents. But I was, at, I was having dinner. Hey, 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 hear me out. I'm, like, I'm getting attacked. We just had a great move of God, and now I'm getting heckled on the altar. Band, come back, come back. All right, give me a second. I was uh, having dinner with Pastor Mark, uh, with Pastor Matt Hines as well, and my parents just kind of came up, and Pastor Mark was just, just talking about how uh, just my parents came up and he was speaking very highly of them because it's easy to speak highly of them. And in that moment, I was like, I just have great parents. My dad, a lot of who I am today is because of my dad and, and, and the way he's pursued. He's here tonight, is he? He's right there. He's next to my cousins. Hey, cousins. Uh, <laughs> and he's just the way he's pursued God and worshiped God and, and taught me how to worship and how to love God. And we have this little it wasn't a joke. It was like a real thing. When I'd lose something, like if I'd lose a toy, just a small thing, which is a big thing now, he would be like, all right, let's pray about it. Let's pray about it. Where is it? And then we would pray, hey, God, can we please find this Lego piece or something like that? Where is it? Holy Spirit, you know, lead us to, to where it is. And he'd be like, and I, like as a kid, I didn't actually fully understand how big of a deal this was. And maybe, I don't remember how it'd go down, but maybe it would be like, I feel like it's here. We'll go and look and it would be there and we'd celebrate. And dad would be like, yeah. And then we'd do it again and again. I lost something the other day and he said to me, he's like, oh, I remember how I used to do that. And I'm like, oh, convicted. Um, but just a great dad. And then my mum, if you don't know, my mum is just an absolute warrior and champion, an amazing, amazing woman. And she'll be watching this uh, as the recording this week, and she watches all the live streams. But if you don't know, she, um, you know, because of some health con- health conditions, that she can't uh, always be here. She would be here if she could. She would, especially because I'm preaching. She hates me because I always tell her the week of that I'm preaching. And she's like, "You gotta tell me earlier, Jason." Like she gets really frustrated. But she loves the Lord, and and even in her in her condition and sickness where she really can't do much, she still pursues God. She watches every weekend of church services. She does her devotions uh, and and writes, you know, reads the Bible and write, writes about it. You know, when I was preparing this message, she asked me what I was preaching about, and I started to talk about what I was preaching about. And then, like, she basically became my research assistant. Because I was like, okay, I'm preaching about this, this, this. And she's like, okay, she went and did this research. She, like, found these articles and these Bible verses and then emailed it to me. And I'm like, oh, it's amazing. <laughs> I have amazing parents. So I want to thank, thank my parents. I want to thank my mom and dad. They're amazing. I want to thank Pastor Mark and Nina, who are incredible senior pastors and who, who, who just, we are so, so blessed with. I think just especially off the back of our young adults winter retreat, I think all the young adults right now are very thankful for our senior pastors who came to that winter retreat and just spoke out of their hearts and their experience. And they're just genuine. They are so, so genuine and, you know, have, have believed in me since I was a young whippersnapper and through some faults and some you know, Pastor Mark and Nina know some things about me that you'll never know, but they still believe in me and have sown into me and, and prayed and, and just, I can't thank them enough. So thank you, Pastor Mark and Nina. Thank you. Thank you, Pastor Joe, for a lot of the same thing. While Pastor Mark and Nina do believe and sow into me, Pastor Joe did a lot of the groundwork and actually got in the mud and in the trenches. Because let me tell you, like, I, I had a lot of work to be done on me. I look at some of the younger youth leaders now and I'm like, I'm like, man, you got a lot of work to do, but I was worse though. <laughs> Uh, I went, oh, no, 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 that's okay. 
But Pastor Joe, just lots of catch-ups and praying and doing things that at the time I probably didn't appreciate and know what he was doing. But now that I'm youth pastor, I'm like, oh my goodness, I really appreciate that. So thank you, Pastor Joe. I I just want to thank all of the youth leaders who give up their Friday nights. You know how incredible our youth leaders are? And you do know how incredible your youth leaders are, I'm sure. But they, like, pretty much every single Friday of the year, they arrive to church at 4, 4.30. Uh, they set up. They go and pick up youth. They do things to get ready for the night. They give their whole night. Uh, they, they do the night. Then afterwards, we get straight into pack-up. And then we do it. We stay and we do a debrief together. And then we might head to Macca's. And they're getting home at, like, midnight or something like that every Friday, sometimes later. And they do that every single Friday of the year, basically. And they give it, and they do it joyfully, and they do it with passion. And then they come in for extra meetings. Today, we're in the function room calling out to, to youth, getting them to youth camp, because they know how important it is for the young people to get there. And they give so much time. So I just want to thank all the youth leaders for all that you guys do. Come on, can we thank the youth leaders? I want to thank our amazing creative team who just gives so much. Wasn't our worship just incredible tonight? That, that, oh my goodness, I was like, this is going to be easy to preach after this. It was such good worship, such talented people who give up a lot of time as well, who get here, you know, if they're on in the morning at uh, Redcliffe or Warner, they're getting here at 7.30 in the morning. Production guys even earlier. More if you'll get a little bit more of a sleep in. Uh, <laughs> But they're practicing during the week. They're, they're sowing into their talents to be able to do that. And so we can just thank that worship and creative team right now. And I want to, of course, just thank God right now. I want to thank God for all he's done in my life. For all he's done for me, even when I didn't deserve it. Thank you for his kindness, his mercy, his everlasting love. Thank you for Jesus. I want to thank God for the cross. I want to thank God for what he's shown up for me when I did not deserve it. That has happened before. You know the amount of times when I've like driven home from something and I'm like, that was amazing. I didn't deserve that, but God came and did it. I want to thank God because he is so good. I want to thank God for the, the miracles that I've seen in my life. I want to thank God just that I am where I am right now in Emerge Church in Australia with the amazing family and senior pastors and Pastor Joe and team. It's incredible. I have a, a fantastic life and I owe it all to God. I want to thank God tonight. I want to thank God. And so if you're wondering where I'm going, it's good to thank people, but this isn't like a, an award speech or something like that. Tonight, I want to, sp- oh, is it already up there? Was that just up there? I want to speak on the gift of gratitude. Everyone say the gift of gratitude. The gift of gratitude. It's a, it's a good gift and it's a powerful gift. In 1 Thessalonians 5 verse 16 to 18, it says, rejoice always. Pray without ceasing, and then say it with me, give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Verse 18 says, give thanks. Give thanks. Come on, let's pray tonight. God, I just thank you for what you've already done. Lord, you've already done just miraculous and amazing things tonight, God. And I just pray, Lord, that tonight you would just continue to have your way, Father. Lord, that I wouldn't be able to get in the way of what you want to do. But Lord, tonight we'll just be able to learn from the gift of gratitude and be able to uh, take it into our weeks, Father, and be closer with you and more in love with you. In Jesus' name, everyone said amen. So if we're looking at what gratitude is, I think a good natural kind of place to go to. I was thinking of gratitude when like you're most 
thankful and have the most gratitude. I reckon one of the most like natural places of gratitude is like if you're a kid on Christmas morning or a kid on their birthday or something like that, when they get a present, when you give them something, that is when my gratitude came out. Just pure, unadulterated like gratitude. I remember one Christmas, I was, you know, uh, about to have Christmas and I'd asked for, I'd asked for a PlayStation 2. A PlayStation 2. Now, you've got to get some context for this. I had good parents as we've been over, and they could see in me that if I always had the latest gaming device, that I would have been on it 24-7. So they put in good boundaries. They didn't necessarily let us have all of that stuff. And I'm pretty sure at the time that I was asking for a PlayStation 2, the PlayStation 3 was out, I think. I'm not sure. But I was like, I don't care. I just want a PlayStation 2. And so I'd ask for it. And I don't think I actually thought I would get it. I think like I was asking, like crossing my fingers, it was like that was the big thing that I was asking for because you've got to aim high. And I remember specifically where I was sitting. I was in my grandma's little lounge room sitting there and there was this box and I opened it up and it was a PlayStation 2 and I lost my mind. I started like shaking. It was like I'd just been filled with the Holy Spirit and I was there ready. I started running around the room. Uh, but I, was very, I think I remember everyone laughing at me because of my response uh, to this PlayStation 2. I was so excited. And I reckon I would have shown more love to my parents in that moment because of that PlayStation 2 than uh, ever before because I was very grateful. I was very, very grateful. And so gratitude comes in many different shapes, many different sizes. There's that kind of like childlike gratitude, you know, you receive a gift or you get a compliment. You're like, oh, thank you. Maybe someone like says the right thing and kind of finds your love language and does that. But the gratitude I want to speak about tonight is more of a habit. The gratitude that I want to speak about tonight is something that you have to give, something that actually probably takes away from yourself sometimes, that you have to give as a sacrifice sometimes. In that Bible verse, it says, give thanks. Give thanks. We need to give our thanks to the Lord. Gratitude is a heart posture, which we have to choose daily. It's a daily decision. It's a discipline. Gratitude is a discipline. And God gave us the gift of gratitude to use. It's a gift. It is a tool to use. It's not something that you just put on the end of a message. It's, it's a gift and a tool to be used. And everyone knows those people who are just, you know, so chirpy and happy. And they're always saying, thank you. And oh, I'm so thankful for this. And I did, my, I did my gratitude journal this morning. And I'm thankful for 16 different things. But gratitude is a gift and a tool that we can all use. You know, research shows that living a life of gratitude, they did actual tests where they got people to like be grateful and write things down and say things that they're grateful for for a few weeks and did actual tests. Okay, I'm gonna fire off a few things. Research shows that living a life of gratitude makes us happier, reduces envious thoughts and feelings, increases our self-esteem, it improves, improves our relationships both ways because you feel good, but then they feel good because you're thanking them. It strengthens relationships in times of stress it makes you more optimistic. It makes you more generous. It makes you more effective at work. It improves decision-making. It helps find meaning in your work. I bet there's some people tonight who are looking for meaning in the work they're doing. But if, you're gra if you show gratitude, if you're grateful, if you're thankful, you can find meaning in that work. And it reduces stress. So anyone here tonight who needs some reduced stress, I've got the key for you. I've got the gift for you. It's gratitude. Those who pay attention to what is good in their life instead of what is bad are more likely to feel positive about their life. It just makes sense. It just makes sense. If you're focusing more on the good than the bad, life is going to be better. And so I just want to hit five things tonight 
Five things that gratitude does in our lives. Five quick things that gratitude does in your life. And if you start to to use this gift, start to use this weapon that God has given us of gratitude, we're going to see these things happen. The first one, gratitude glorifies God. Gratitude glorifies God. Now, that doesn't necessarily do something for yourself. Maybe you're a little bit like, oh, I want to know what it did for me. But number one, it glorifies God. It glorifies God. You know, when I thank those people before, when I thank my parents, when I thank Pastor Mark and Nina, when I thank Pastor Joe, the youth leaders, the creative team, it, it lifted those people up. You know, it lifted them up. They would have felt a little bit better. It lifted them up in your eyes. I bet you're like a little bit more impressed by my parents now or something like that, Pastor Joe, Pastor Mark and Nina. But it, it lifts someone up. When you show gratitude, there's a lifting up. And when we show gratitude towards God, it lifts Him up. It glorifies Him. It, it's our worship to Him. Just by thanking God, we glorify Him. And it can be so easy. It's such an underutilized thing. In 2022, gratitude and thankfulness is so underutilized. Do you know this morning, because I was preaching this, I was like, I should try to live this. I should try to do this. And I was just like, I'm going to go over the top with my gratitude. I'm just going to thank everyone. And so I got here. I was on worship team. And I, Jody was on keys. I'm like, oh, thanks for being here this morning, Jody. Next person. Thanks for being here. Oh, thanks. Hey, oh, it's so good to see you. Thanks for being on. Oh, thanks for this. When I was saying thank you to everyone. Now someone who's here is like, he didn't thank me. But... I was just thinking everyone, and I felt better as well. I, was, I felt good. I felt good. But that also lifts those people up. It's just a good thing to do. It's so underutilized, but so easy a lot of the time. In 2 Corinthians 4 verse 15, it says, All of this is for your benefit. And, God, and as God's grace reaches more and more people, there will be great thanksgiving. And God will receive more and more glory. And God will receive more and more glory. Amen? Do we want God to receive more and more glory? Come on, let there be thanksgiving in your life then. As we start to thank Him more, as we start to show our gratitude to Him more and more, there'll be more and more glory to Him, which is what we want. Now, number two, gratitude helps us see God. And I believe we just, we had a moment of that just earlier. We had a moment of that, that we had a moment where we start to praising Him and showing our thankfulness towards Him. And we saw God, we saw a moment with Him. You know, uh, at our winter retreat on the weekend, some of the young adults will relate to this, we drove, I drove up when it was dark. And it's all right, you're on the highway and it's all fine. But then you turn off and then all of a sudden there's no street lights. And I'm like, and Danielle's in the car, she's like, where's the street lights? And I'm like, have you never driven on a road without street lights before? <laughs> which I think the answer to is no, she hasn't. (laughs) But it was dark though. It was dark. It was very dark. And so like when you're driving that dark, I would be able to put the high beams on. But when I was driving the dark, you're kind of like looking at kind of what's just in front of you. And then if you look ahead, there's just an abyss. Like it's just blackness. You can't see anything in front and you're so focused on what's in front of you. And you know, that's what can happen sometimes when we get so focused on the negative things and the bad things that are happening in our life, we're looking just in front of us. You can see just in front of the car. You're looking at a situation that's right in front of your face. But, you know, showing gratitude to God, bringing the gift of gratitude into your life is like flipping those high beams on. And all of a sudden, you're not looking right in front of you. You're looking right ahead to God who is ahead of us and leading the way and has a path for us. So we need to show gratitude because it helps us see God. I know we've all been in those situations. I've been in those situations where I can only see what's right in front of me and you get overwhelmed 
and you get anxious and you're almost like, you know, that's what a panic attack is. You know, it's, it's, you can only see what's right in front of you. But as we use our gratitude, as we start to thank God for who he is, for what he's done, for what he's going to do, all of a sudden it's like the high beams coming on and you can see everything clearly now. You can see it all clearly. In James 1 verse 16 to 17, it says, so don't be misled, my dear brothers and sisters. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift coming down to us from God our Father who created all the lights in the heavens. He never changes or casts a shifting shadow. I wanna tell you, church, don't be misled by the circumstance around you. Don't be misled by what's happening to you right now. It doesn't change who our God is. It doesn't change what he's done for us. Whatever is good and perfect is a gift from God. And gratitude lifts our eyes out of the temporary up into the eternal. Gratitude lifts our eyes from the temporary to the eternal. When we get our eyes fixed on the temporary, all of a sudden everything is impossible and stressful and we just can't do it. But when we lift our eyes to the eternal, all of a sudden everything on this earth is nothing. All of a sudden it's so easy. It's just in God's hands. But when we show gratitude, it lifts our eyes from the temporary to the eternal, from the temporary onto God. So if you're struggling to see God in your situation, if you're in one of those situations where you're just like, I just can't see how God is in this, start to use gratitude. Start to thank Him for things. Even when you don't feel like it, start to thank Him and watch it lift your eyes to heaven. Number three, gratitude puts us in God's will. Gratitude helps us to live in God's will. If we jump back to Thessalonians 5 verse 8, it says, rejoice always, pray without ceasing, give thanks in all circumstances. And then read this with me if we've got it up there. In, it should be slide two. Uh, give thanks in all circumstances. And then read this. For this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. This is the will of God. This is the will of God for your life. That we would rejoice always, that we would pray without ceasing and we would give thanks in all circumstances. And God's will for your life is perfect. God's will for your life is perfect. It's, it's to live an abundant life, a rich and satisfying life. If you want to live that life, use the gift of gratitude. As you start to use it, you start to align yourself with God. As you use it on a Monday, on a Tuesday, on a Wednesday, as you wake up on a Thursday morning and you just start to thank God for the beautiful day it is. God, I just thank you for the breath in my lungs. God, I thank you for my family. I thank you for this car that I'm getting into. Lord, I thank you that I have this job. Even if I don't necessarily like it, I thank you that I have it, that I can put food on my table. And just start to thank him and thank him over and over. And gratitude aligns us with his will for our life. We're gonna keep moving through quickly. Number four is gratitude leads to joy. Gratitude leads to joy. As I was saying this morning, I just started walking around thanking people, thanking people for everything. And, and I started to feel better. I don't know if they felt better, but I did. I was just like, I, I was so excited this morning. I'm like, this morning's gonna be a great morning. I feel so good. I'm so excited to be in church because do you know why I'm excited to be in church? Because I'm just like, oh man, I'm thankful that Jody's here. Oh, I'm thankful that, that, that Keith is here playing. I'm thankful that these singers are here. I'm thankful that we get to come and worship. You know, I'm thankful that I, I get to come to Emerge Church. I'm just so thankful. And you can see how as you start to thank, as you start to do these things, it just brightens up your mood. It starts to bring joy into your situation. It just makes you happier. It's literally scientific, scientifically proven that it makes you happy. It makes you happy. Can I just get the band up right now? And I want us to do something right now. I want us to think of three things that we are grateful for. Three things that God has given us 
that we can be grateful to God for. And I'm gonna get us to share them. I want us to just have a moment right now Find, grab a partner next to you because I want us to put a little bit of action into this. I was going to say do this on Monday. We're still going to do it on Monday, but I want us to do it right now. Just three off the cuff, three things that you are grateful to God for right now. They can be, it can be your breakfast this morning. It can be the time of worship. But just tell the person next to you just for 30 seconds, three things that you are grateful for. Just another 10 seconds, finish off your things you're grateful for. I'm looking around the room, people are smiling, people are laughing, people are having a good time. There's joy in the room. There is joy in the room. There's a lot of joy because people are still chatting and having a good conversation. <laughs> All right. When we get keys, it'll bring it into a spiritual moment. There we go. Thank you, Chris. There's joy in the room. When we start to be thankful for what God has done, I'm, I, that's awesome. I'm excited about the fact that there was just like hundreds of things that just went out that, that, that we're thankful for. That's awesome. That's amazing. The last thing that gratitude does is that gratitude draws us to God. Gratitude draws us closer to God. And this is why I love worship. I love worship and I love praise. I love praise and worship. The fast songs, the slow songs, I love it all. Give it all to me. As we put everything else aside, as, as we walk in on a Sunday morning and you are tired and you've just only managed to get the kids in the car and, and then dress them and get them in here and everything like that. And then it's like, oh, you get into praise and worship and you're like, oh, I've got to catch my breath. As we get in here and, and, and we have all those different things in our minds, as we're thinking of all these different things, we get an opportunity. We get a, an opportunity to decide to put all of that aside and show gratitude to our God. We get an opportunity to give a sacrifice of praise, a sacrifice of worship. That's why I, I, I've made a commitment to myself for the rest of my life, no matter whether it is the worst music I've heard in my life, whether it is a man on a banjo or whether it is a full worship team, if we are worshiping God, I'm gonna give Him worship. I'm gonna worship with my whole heart. I love worship. I love the presence of God just as much, even more than in that first major encounter on a youth camp. And that was a massive encounter. I was literally driving here on the way and I put on this great instrumental worship playlist. Let me know if you want it, it's amazing. And I was listening to it and I was just overcome. Like I had a physical, there was something physical happening to my encounter with God as I drew nearer to Him, as I started to verbally thank Him for things. I, I, I was getting emotional and I was feeling something that is nothing else except the presence of God. There is nothing greater than His presence. There is nowhere I would rather be than in the presence of God. And as we start to show gratitude to Him and thank Him for all He's done, we start to draw nearer to Him into that presence. We start to feel just how close His Spirit is as we put it all aside. You know, I know sometimes it's hard to be, uh, to be grateful. I know it's hard to thank God sometimes because things suck sometimes. Things are hard sometimes and we don't want to be gra uh, grateful. We don't want to thank Him because why isn't He healing this family member? Or why isn't this happening? Why won't He do that? Let me tell you, He's still 
worthy of our worship. He's still worthy of our gratitude. He's still worthy of our thanks. Come on, come on. Would you worship Him tonight? Would you praise Him tonight? In the presence of God, everything else fades away. As we turn our eyes upon Jesus, everything else fades away. That's what thanking Him does. That's what showing gratitude does. It turns your eyes towards Jesus. Thanking Him for who He is, for what He's done, for what He's gonna do. 